0: Hey friends, it's Mark James again, checking in, post gig once again, and I'm on the, uh, well I've just come off the A1, I'm actually um, driving home tonight, I could drive to my mum's, but I'm driving home, because I always do after this gig, it's just like 3 hours 20 minutes or something like that, and I like if I can to get home, tomorrow I'm up at Seaton Sands, which is uh, 3 and a bit hours, but it's one of the nicest, easiest drives that I have, and it's actually... An enjoyable drive up there, I don't mind it. And the gig uh, tomorrow is it's like quarter past seven, so the drive up there will be absolutely during the day, it'll be light. And then the drive home, a lot of that will be light as well, so it's gonna be very pleasant, don't mind that at all. So I'm driving home now from Hagerston Castle, good old Haggy, and it's one of my favorite gigs. Again, it's a nice little room, the stage. For a brief period moved into the corner of the room there and it wasn't very good. And now they've put it back to where it was originally for years. Now it was in the position where it was now, and the room kind of uh what's it called, tiered away from it. You know, it was like in step tiers, the seats so that everyone had a good seat. And then they built a swimming pool outside, and because of the way they built the swimming pool, they had to scrap the backstage, which meant that they moved the stage to the corner, and it was a lot of messing about, but it's back where it belongs now, back in the original position, it's loads better. <laughs> so it's a nice fun room to gig in. Anyway, let's get back to the beginning. I woke up this morning at my mum's, I slept well. Yes, slept really well actually in that bed. Last time I slept in that bed, Sarah was with me and the bed is a double. Now at home we have a queen size, which I think most people, you know, you say a double bed, but you really get a king or a queen size, don't you? Actually, we might have a king, it's not that big, but it's big. Bigger than a double anyway. And in a double, again, there wasn't that much room. I'm a thrasher. I thrash around a lot in the night, and that annoyed Sarah. And also, she likes to be warm, and I like to be cold. And in our room, she's on the side of the radiator, and I'm on the side of the door. So between us, I sleep out of the covers and have the door open. She, she sleeps under the covers on the side of the radiator, and she stays about warm enough, and I stay cool enough. But in my mum's house, to sleep on our correct sides, I had to sleep on the side of the radiator, Because we're at my mum's and I sleep naked. (laughs) We had the door closed. So I was too hot and I thrashed about. So in the end, I didn't sleep because I was too hot. And she didn't sleep because I was too hot. (laughs) So it was shit. But last night I was in that bed on my own. So I slept fine. And no doubt, Sarah slept in our room with the door closed, the heating on, and two blankets on. It was too hot, and she was perfectly as warm as she wants to be. Uh, She has an electric blanket as well. So anyway, I got a decent night's sleep, woke up about quarter past ten, which is about right for the drive I'm doing tonight. And I went downstairs, watched a bit of tennis and stuff, and chatted to my mum. She made me a cup of tea. And uh, we had a chat. And then at about half twelve, I said to my mum, right, I'm bailing, and I would googled where the nicest coffee in the Northeast was. And it took me to a place called Oosburn Coffee Company. Now, Oosburn Coffee Company is located in Newcastle. Actually, it was uh, just outside of Newcastle. So I went there and it turned out that I'd actually turned up to their roastery. Now, I knew they had a roastery, but I didn't know that the roastery wasn't attached to the actual coffee shop. So I walked into the roastery and they all looked at me shocked. And I said, I'm guessing you can't buy coffee here. And the guy said, are you a trade customer? And I said, no, I just want to buy a cup of coffee and maybe a bag to take home. And he went, oh, you want to go to our cafe? We've got two. And I said, well, I'm not from round here. So which one's easiest to park at? He said, you want to go to the one in Jesmond? So I looked that up and uh, I sat off there. I've never been to Jesmond before. I'll tell you, it must be expensive to live there. It's very uh, hipster, really nice Apartments, houses, flats, nice area. Very Notting Hill is what I'll say. If you know what the Notting Hill area of London looks like, Jesmond is like London's Notting Hill. So nice little shops, a bagel place. There's a place called Calzone, which did pizzas. But the guy who owns it is called Callum. So it's like Cal's with an apostrophe S and then own, O-W-N, Calzone. Cal owns it and Callum, he makes Calzones which are pizzas (laughs) and arancinis he makes as well. I love an arancini. I didn't have one because I've actually fasted three days in a row. Now, today I didn't have zero calories because I did have two coffees, two cappuccinos. I had one at Oosburn Coffee Company because I wanted to try the beans I was about to buy. They're called Johnny's Coffee. And they're named after a bare-knuckle fighter who was from Jesmond. So I got... uh, some of johnny's coffee and apparently it's very nice and it's also specially roasted with filter in mind which is of course how i'm going to make it pour over filter coffee Uh, but i had a cappuccino with it because i've been listening to james hoffman the coffee youtuber listening to his audiobook and he was talking how he thinks that the cappuccino is the best milky coffee drink because if you have a latte a latte has a lot of milk in it and foam So the main thing that you taste for most of the drink is milk and foam, and then with a flat white, that's basically the milk drink, but with not really any foam, flat, it's a flat milky drink, and uh, then if you get the cappuccino, that's kind of thirds, it's, you know, foam, milk, and cappuccino, but actually the even portions are just even milk and foam. So he was saying that he thinks the cappuccino is the perfect milky drink, and... I think that made me want to have one and it's really turned me on a cappuccino if it's good. So I had a cappuccino from Oosburn Coffee Company and it was, to be fair, really delicious with those beans. But then I took it for a walk and I walked around Jesmond breathing in the air. And I'll tell you, walking around Jesmond, drinking the cappuccino and simultaneously listening to someone talking about coffee and about cappuccino really just filled my little heart with joy. I enjoyed it. I felt like I was right in the midst of an experience. And it made me think about pairing physical experiences with listening to things at the same time that match that experience. And the first one is listening to James Hoffman talk about cappuccino whilst drinking cappuccino from a good coffee place. I also want to listen to Mike Skinner's The Streets. I love The Streets. And he raps, I suppose it's garage, so he sort of raps. Um, but he talks about Birmingham, so what I really want to do is drive around Birmingham and listen to the Street Album. I feel like those two things would go together well. Now, as it goes, Sarah and Joshua love the Bullring at Birmingham, and I do too, so I think next time we go to Birmingham, I'll get the Street Album on CD and I'll play it in the car. Anyway, putting all that aside, while I was walking through Jasmine, I finished my cappuccino and I walked upon a place which was called Local, although the Local, the second L was backwards, so I'm not exactly sure what the name was. But they sold their own beans as well. Now, I wasn't in the market to buy more beans because I already bought some, but I did think, would it be too much to have a second cappuccino? So I did. I had a second cappuccino. And that one was nice, but I have to say it was not as nice as the Ouzers Coffee Company one. And it might have been because I would already had one, But I think it's just that I could really taste the beans. I've been paying attention to the flavours in beans a lot and trying to make notes and work out for myself what I judge the flavours to be. And I don't think that the beans that they used were as nice as the ones at Oosburn Coffee Company. So, top recommend. If you are in the Jesmond area of Newcastle, go to Oosburn Coffee Company and uh, give the cappuccino or latte or whatever a try. They even actually do pour over with V60. If you sit in, they'll give you a V60 and they'll make it for you, which I thought was pretty special. I'd always thought that if I started a cafe or if, you know, Sarah and I did, which is one of her dreams, that um, I would want to do that as well. I'd want to give people V60s because it's a great thing. So that's that, that was what I did then. And so I left. Uh, I left there and headed up the road to the magic shop and I went to magic box and I sat and talked to my friend Graham who uh, owns co-owns the magic shop for probably a couple of hours which is pretty good we chatted about magic and all sorts of different stuff and had a laugh and then he had to go because he had a gig as well so he bailed and I bailed and I headed up the road to Hagerston Castle and the team a couple of the team were there they're all off isolating at the minute some of them have uh well, a couple of them who were in on certain shifts and stuff because they do splits to keep the team safe and so that they can sort of have continuation of team. Uh, some of them got a positive test result, so the others had to isolate. And so they're still running just fine. And they've been uh, bringing in extra people to help recover the shifts and split from other parts and stuff. And they're all testing every day and all of that sort of stuff. So uh, I had to go in there tonight and do a show, but there weren't many team. But that was fine. And uh, all the team that were in, I'd worked with before, and they're all very nice. So I had a lovely time, and I uh, did the shows, two shows, and the audience came in. They were only coming in to watch my show. They watched it, then they left. Then I reset, and the second audience came in, they watched it, they left. And uh, I packed down, and boom, got in the car. And now I'm on the way home. So that was the day. And it was all right, you know. I had a little moment tonight, I've got to say, in the show where... Again, the shows were going really well, and they've been going really well the last few days, as you know, because I keep saying that I really feel like I'm in step at the minute. But I felt myself a little bit tonight getting a little bit too cocky. I can't say exactly what it was, but I've gotten the show polished now to the point where, if anything, I felt just a little bit too polished. I felt like the audience maybe couldn't tell, but I felt like if they thought about it, they could tell that I'd said those words before. And that's not something that you want the audience to know. You wanna feel like they know that you know what you're doing and they're in safe hands, but that also it's spontaneous. And I do have plenty of bits that create spontaneity within the show, but I also just felt like it was getting away from me a little bit. I felt like this audience know a little bit too much, or I'm projecting a little bit too much like I know what I'm doing. So I made a conscious thought to pivot during the show and just step out of the script for a second. And I let myself make a mistake. I purposefully, it's really strange. I was holding this sign that says YouTube on it and I purposefully dropped it on the floor and um, I picked it up. And in that moment when I picked it up, I just kind of knocked the edge off the show a little bit. And uh, that was all right. And then I thought, let that be the thing that allows me to reset a little bit and just calm down. And that's what I did. And then I think I kind of got back behind things a little bit. I don't know really. I don't honestly. It's such a small thing. I don't really know how to explain it. But those of you that perform and perform a lot in a show that's heavily scripted and, you know, have gotten, gotten on top of it will know a bit what I mean, I guess. But anyway, so that's what happened. Anyway, that's today's pod. I'll catch you tomorrow, friends. We're rapidly getting close to August. What do I do? Do I keep going? Is a year enough? Are you ready for me to stop? When this is over, will you think, oh, we stayed with you for a year. Your 35th year on this planet, we were there. From donuts and honesty, when I told you I threw that donut out the window, those have been there since the beginning, um, is a year enough? Should I stop or should I keep going? I need guidance. What do you think I should do? I'm thinking about it a lot now because we are getting close. <laughs> anyway. That's today's pod. Maybe I need you. Maybe I need you more than you need me. Maybe you've never needed me. Who knows? See you tomorrow, friends. Bye.